Hey everyone, welcome to our Friday episode. I'm Olivia. I'm Michael. And I'm Bruno. And we're here to just have a chat. So last week we kind of left it to be continued. Um, we were talking a little bit about Disney, which is something that's as everybody knows, it's close to my heart. Yeah, <laughs> I grew up going real. to Disneyland all the time, so I love it there. So you need to talk about that. Um, I think you told us last week, but what was your favorite Disney movie? My favorite is uh, Lady and the Tramp. I love that movie. Wait, why? That's such a, like a random one. People usually yeah, say like, Little Mermaid. or I can't remember if I talked about this last week, but um, there's this story about, because at the beginning of the movie, Lady's given to the wife in the movie mm-hmm. in a hat box. Did I talk about that? I don't remember Yeah, but, that but let's, let's go again. Talk again. Um, and it, she's in this hat box, and I mean, the woman's thinking it's a hat, but... Jim Deere, his name is Jim Deere. He's like, no, open, open it up, and he opens it up, and ladies has a little puppy in oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah, uh-huh. and it's actually based off of, um, D- well, Disney doing that to his wife Lily, because um, and it was a little chow chow puppy in the hot box instead of lady, obviously. Um, but I love when movie or storytellers are able to take those like intimate moments of their lives and yeah. put it into a movie that's as cute and special as that and i feel like that's really what connects to audiences really i, so I know that, disney I for sure he really liked music that's why uh-huh. there's a lot of musicals yeah. a lot of songs yeah. that are memorable especially in his later years like in jungle book mm. he had cancer right yeah he had lung i think cancer. so yeah yeah, he had lung cancer. And whenever he was feeling down, he would go down to these two brothers who would write music. They play piano. The Sherman Brothers? Yeah, the Sherman Brothers. Yeah, they did Mary Poppins. They did a uh, Jungle Book, a lot of the Jungle Book stuff. Mm-hmm. So whenever he was feeling down, he would just visit them. they just play mm-hmm. music for him. Yeah. I, it's just, there are just so many little bits of, like, just pure joy in this story of Walt Disney. That I love. And okay, there's a lot of there's a lot oh, yeah, of that there's, fun there's stuff. some bad stuff too. But yeah, I mean, I mean, it's life. That's how life is. Of course, there's bad stuff. But um, it's just amazing hearing about his life. Like he's just so amazing that he was able to come from Missouri, right? He's from Missouri. I forget where he's from. Like he came from uh, from kind of nothing to. Yeah, there you go. He the came, top of and the world. He moved to California and. He just was able to be successful. I mean, Disney wasn't always the most successful from the get-go. But, yeah, yeah, it's just, I, it's just, obviously, I just I get mean, choked up. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, I don't know, was he around for Aladdin? Was that his time or was that after? No, that was way after this time. Oh, yeah. he, that, he died in the mid-60s. That's okay. the Renaissance one. Is Aladdin I, I think, in the I think we mentioned that last week. The yeah. Disney Renaissance starts, starts off with uh, Little Mermaid, 1989. It kind of ends at 99, 2000. Uh-huh. Yeah. People say the end is like Tarzan. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. loved Tarzan. So like all the that Phil stuff Collins in between. Soundtrack. Oof. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, like that Phil Collins. Soundtrack. That was good. Can I say something? Go yeah, sure. Something I've after. never seen Tarzan. <gasps> Yeah. Okay, well, we need to... Well, Michael, it's you and me today. We yeah. need to correct that. Uh, sorry, Olivia. I just Olivia, that I'm a fake fan. <laughs> Boy, wow. you, just, you just haven't had the opportunity? I just, yeah, I've never been able to watch it. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Do you have Disney Plus? I'm sure it's on it. My sister, I'll have to. I'll it's a good one. It. Tarzan is actually one of the, orig- like the cartoon original one, not the new one with um, the live action one. But like the original <laughs> one, it's it's a special movie. It's it's good. Mm. Um, No, but I was asking about... 
Aladdin before I don't want to like circle back, but Sorry. I'm going to. Um, <laughs> just kind of like to talk about Disney and the inspiration. Because I feel like I know you. He inspires you because that's like your whole life is Disney. It um, is. <laughs> but uh, for me, I remember watching Aladdin. I was must have been like a little kid. But then I was like, oh, I'm going to write books. And they're gonna. And I started this series called the Poor Boy series, and it was <laughs> it was inspired like very heavily on you know Aladdin and him being a poor kid and his struggle stuff like that. And yeah, for me, I always loved Disney because they all they would always inspire me to be creative, to try and do new things and find new adventures. I feel like that is a reoccurring theme in Disney films. There's like there's usually somebody poor, uh-huh. maybe someone rich, and the rich person like brings them up. Yeah, because you see that with the uh-huh. and you kind of mm-hmm. see that with Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, yeah. Tarzan. Well, something definitely with Tarzan. Yeah, that's like no, but she he, he she goes down to his level. Yeah, Jane. she goes down to his Jane. level, and then whoop. well, they bring each other up in some way. Yeah, yeah, I mean they're they're good for each other, which is because his father-in-law teaches him knowledge mm-hmm. that gives him like, an education. Yeah, it's it's great. I I I really love it. It's, it's fantastic. Something that's interesting about Golden Age films, which is the the movies that Walt Disney himself worked on. That would be like what Pinocchio and like Snow White. I believe Lady and the Tramp's probably in there too. I don't know. What it starts with out. Snow White and then it ends, it ends at Jungle Book, right? Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Yeah, Jungle Book is the last one. Yeah, yeah it ends at Jungle Cause Book because he goes off into the sunset um, at the end. Yeah. So. Something that's interesting in those ones, talking about how Walt Disney incorporates little parts of his life um, in his movies, are mother figures. In I can see that. Yeah, because I mean Bambi. Gosh. Sorry to spoil Bambi, but his okay. mom dies. It's sad. Did Did um, Walt's mom die? I mean, obviously she did. Everyone. Yeah, but did like she die? She when died he was... earlier. I can't remember how old he was, but he uh-huh. when he it might have been when he started Disney that he. Um, like when he started working on films that he, her his mother died and they're like I mean that affects people obviously so he incorporated yeah. that into his films um so yeah like Bambi Dumbo I mean Dumbo's mom is present but aloof kind of mm-hmm. whatever Whenever Baby Mine comes on on Dumbo and like he's in his mommy's trunk my mom and I cry it gets me so bad. Like I cry. That's I don't cry that much at movies, but that's the one that if you're with me, I'm gonna be a mess. Yeah, I can't think of the last movie that made me cry. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know about you. I don't know if you cry in movies, but whenever I see oh, a I movie and people are like crying <laughs> and they're like it was so emotional, I just walk out and I feel like am I a monster? I, I, I mean, I was sad, but it didn't bring me to tears. It didn't make me weep or anything. Yeah. Well, maybe sad was probably like Coco. Coco. Oh yeah. Especially see? for like for like me, you know, uh-huh. with like Latino background. It's yeah. like oh, I could see my grandma and stuff, and decorations mm-hmm. and food. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, Coco definitely got me. My dad and I went and saw. It. My mom didn't really want to see it for some reason. Uh huh. Um, but we, my dad and I went and saw it, and we're like, oh, this is really good. And then in the last few minutes, when Co- like Mama Coco finally smiles at Miguel that she uh-huh. remembers. I turned to my dad, and we just had tears running down our face. And we were just like, this is, that's something right there. That is something just deeper than any Pixar film and any Disney film can ever do. Like, I mean, I guess they did do it. But, like, it's just, it's just deeper than anything that I think, like, something, somebody that can tell that, you know? I don't know what I'm saying. Going off that, I feel like 
Disney does a good job. Pixar does a good job hitting that emotion, mm-hmm. the connection. Yeah, they do that. I feel great. like DreamWorks kind of hits, doesn't hit the mark. Kind of yeah. misses it. It's, it's more it's like humor, different. potty humor. Like I feel Shrek. like, like yeah, <laughs> like yeah, Pixar. I feel like every time they make a movie, their goal is to just hit you right in the heart. And DreamWorks, their goal is, I don't know, it's different. It's not. I never felt a DreamWorks movie that was trying to tug at my heartstrings. Yeah. Maybe well, strike a little bit, just like there's some tender spots, but like it was never like deep. It never felt the way that a Coco or something like that would mm-hmm. would get you. I would you. think the only, maybe not the only one, but one that I can think of right now is like Prince of Egypt. Oh that DreamWorks? yeah, that's DreamWorks. Huh. People always get mixed up with Disney. DreamWorks yeah. did that and uh, Sinbad and El Dorado, Road to El Dorado. Mm, Road to El Dorado. That I remember. I, I loved Sinbad. Um, but going back to Prince of Egypt, like if you watch it now. Mm-hmm. And if you have siblings, you kind of go like, dang, like, that's Moses and Ramses. In that movie, at least, they're siblings. And yeah. the scriptures are not. But mm-hmm. it's kind of like, dang, like, they're, they're brothers. They grew up together. And yeah. now they're against each other. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. that I always forget about those ones. They're, that's like a weird part of DreamWorks. Like a really good part of DreamWorks. Where you, that's the beginning of the animation studio. Yeah. That's the first film. Was it really? Well, they make movies. Uh-huh. Like live action. But the beginning of the animation studio, they made... Uh, was Prince of Egypt? Prince, Prince of Egypt, Egypt and wow. I think Joseph King of Dreams. That was like the direct um, okay. DVD. But mm-hmm. can I kind of go back to Pixar and how yeah. great they're at storytelling? Go. Something I read online was that was just eye opening was if you watch Pixar films, you always realize that normally in the end it doesn't end like you think it would. Like, but it always ends up working out perfectly. Okay, think of Up. So he never gets his house to the spot that he wants it to be, like by himself. But he ends up finding, like, a companion in, like, a little Russell. And, like, he has, like, Doug and all this stuff. Like, it ends so happy and, like, better than he could have ever expected, probably. And he grew so much, grew so much from it. Um, and I always cry at that movie. Obviously, at the first 10 minutes, but also at the end when it pans up and you see the house where it's supposed to be. Oh, okay. It's like, well. It's like full circle. It's just so good. And, like, if you – I'm sorry. I'm just so passionate about this. And I was like, are you going to cry, Olivia? I might. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I won't. Um, but, like, in Toy Story 3, you think they're all going to get incinerated. The scariest no, part not of – even. No, not yeah, even. They're making like, too much you, money you, off those movies. They're never going to – It's a cash cow. But it's a good one. <laughs> it's a good cash cow. But, no, because, like, you think – for a second there, you're like, ooh, is Pixar really going to burn their characters? Why would they do they that? don't. But you think he, they're going to end up playing Andy still, but Andy gives them away. And okay, I see what you're saying. So, like, if you just look at that in, like, all of these movies, they're just so amazing. P- Monsters, Inc., you think Boo's going to stay with them, or you think something's going to work out to where they'll stay together, but they have to say bye. Um, I like that ending with Monsters, Inc., where... Oh, that is such a good ending. Well, like, you don't know how much time has passed. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe they do, but... He opens the door and she goes, oh, it's Kitty. Mm-hmm. And he smiled and it's like, wait, how old is she? Is she okay? Is she the same age? Yeah. Oh, no. Tell <laughs> us. No. <laughs> I know. And then what do you think about Monsters University? I never saw that one. I actually Sorry. really like that one independently. Um, there are There's quite a few plot holes. <laughs> I wouldn't like, know. I've never seen it. Oh, uh, It's pretty good, though. I, it's uh, I'm just gonna. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't want to interrupt you, but there's one part when when um Sully and Mike when when they're having kind of this sort of deep talk, heart to heart. That's the word. They're mm-hmm. having this heart to heart by like a swamp, and oh, yeah. and Mike is telling him like, 
Sully, you're like the you're the best scare. You're like the best in this whole university. Like you're the greatest. And Mike is or Sully's just telling him like, yeah, but it's hard. And he's kind of talking about all the pressures that he's facing and all mm-hmm. of that, and that he's also kind of scared. Um, yeah. And then I don't remember word for word, but the takeaway from it is that you don't have to worry about what other people will think if you just do what you're doing. And if it's good, it'll work out. Yeah. And and for me, what that must have come out when I was what a freshman, sophomore in high school, and as like a te- as a teenager, <laughs> you're like, everyone judges me. It's hard. And but then yeah. when hearing that stuff, it's like, huh, maybe it will be okay. Just little things like that that Pixar does well. That's so special about Pixar is that they make these movies that are marketed for kids. But really, when you go and see a Pixar film, it's mainly adults in there because. <laughs> And kids, but like if you <laughs> well, see, we like, all grew up. You and we see, don't stop watching them. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, like we were, like we were raised. I was raised on Pixar, um, and you just see them because what they're teaching or what they're showing these films resonates both with little kids and with adults. Um, and that was I, the whole point of Pixar with, with yeah. Toy Story. They wanted both the kids and the adults to enjoy it's something. It's just so good. <laughs> like, uh-huh. And did you see Cars three? Did you guys see Cars? <laughs> no, I watched Cars three. Cars three Cars surprised one. me. And then I did not watch Cars two or three. Two is sad. Wait, we'll which one is Cars? Is Cars the three the one where he teaches the yellow car? Oh, that's three. Oh, I have seen Cars three. It's actually fantastic. Cars three is so right. good. Because <laughs> I don't really like um, Cars to begin with. But it's such that, a weird concept. I, it is. It is strange, so and it is though. weird, and it doesn't make any we sense. We won't talk about the second one. But <laughs> the premise of Cars 3, I won't get into spoilers, although, I mean, it came out, what, years ago? So if you haven't seen Cars 3 by now, I mean... Where are you? It's on Netflix. Then it is? If, if you get spoiled, it's honestly, it's your own fault. You can't complain. But the whole premise of Cars 3 is um, Lightning McQueen, he's kind of not the racer he used to be. All the other racers are better than him. And he's trying, he's trying to like train and get better, but he just can't do it. And he, so he takes on training another another racer, and it kind of is that passing of the torch, and it's 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 really good. Yeah, it's oh, kind okay. of tender. I like the passing of the torch stories. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's and good. I just also one thing about that is that there, my mom and I were like, I don't think that was really a kid movie because there are so many deep truths in it. Uh huh. Um, like there's some characters that are like in it that they meet, and they're like old cars, and like one of them's a woman, and like one of them like a black car, and like. They're talking about how it's like hard to it was hard to get into the racing industry and everything uh-huh. because of how they looked and how they were. Yeah. So I, like I that went over my head when I watched it first, and my mom was like, "Did you not catch on to that?" And I was like, "I did not." But I watched it again, and I was like, "Wow, that is something that kids won't get, but adults will." And that's something that's just really amazing that Pixar does. That's great. So. Well, I think that's all the time we have right now. Um, like I said, we'll keep doing these Friday episodes and we'll keep having conversations like this. Not always about Disney. Can't promise that. but I promise it will not always be about Disney. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I do promise. But thanks for tuning in. And yeah, we look forward to talking with you guys. Thank you. Thank you.